Welcome to the Yoga Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Meg Sangimino, and I'm a yoga business strategist bringing you bite-sized business advice to help you grow a sustainable and profitable yoga business. Want to snag my best tips and tricks for growing your yoga biz online? Head over to megsangimino.com freebies to download my best free resources to get started. Now sit back and enjoy the show, but don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes published every Wednesday and Saturday. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Yoga Biz Podcast. I know it's been a little while. I've been busy with all the things, gearing up for trauma-informed business bootcamp with my good friend, Allie Hauk. If you haven't jumped in yet, make sure you sign up for trauma-informed business bootcamp. If you're a yoga teacher who's literally interacting with students in any capacity, online or in person, this is for you. Go down to the show notes and make sure you enroll before September 13th, which is when we get started. Today, I'm going to be talking about the number one way to enroll more students into your workshops or your specialty classes. So this is literally the number one biggest takeaway I learned when I started running my own events. So we're talking about anything outside of a studio, unless you're the studio owner where you are doing 100% of the marketing and sales yourself. And this is like the secret sauce that I learned really, really, really late in the game. And I don't want you all to miss out on this really, really important tip. So a lot of us, when we start to think about marketing our offers, we are mostly thinking about ourselves as the creator, right? We're thinking about putting together a sales page, putting together a price, how many people do we want to get enrolled? And a lot of that, like all of that is really important. It's also really important to think about the consumer, or in this case, our students, right? So they need to go through their own process to think about whether or not they're a good fit for our offer. So say you're putting together a workshop on mindfulness in the workplace. I see a lot of you putting out really awesome workshops for people who are working from home. It's very relevant during this pandemic. I see a lot of teachers doing what I used to do, which is just creating some kind of landing page, putting out an offer, expecting everyone will just take the time to read it, process it, and sign up for it if it's right for them. And if no one signs up, or if not as many people sign up as we want, we just assume that no one really is interested in the offer. But here's the truth. Here is absolutely the truth. People are busy and they forget about stuff. We live in a world of constant consumption, so people are reading a lot of things, being thrown a lot of content at them at once, and they're busy. There are people out there who would absolutely love your workshop, your specialty class, whatever it is you're offering, but they get distracted halfway through reading it, or maybe their dog barks at the mailman while they're reading your Instagram story and it falls out of their brain. The truth is you really have to step into the shoes of the consumer on this one because for the most part, people just really get distracted. And I see a lot of yoga teachers panic when no one signs up. They think, oh, I need to slash my price. Oh, I need to change up the topic. No one wants to learn about this. The truth is most people haven't even probably processed completely what your workshop is actually about. So the number one piece of advice I can give you is follow up with people. We're gonna talk about the, I call it the follow up. Following up with people doesn't mean just bugging everyone until they sign up. I wanna be really clear about that. I'm gonna give some very tangible ways you can follow up with people in a way that isn't 
you know, pushy, isn't too salesy, and really respects people's time. And whenever they say no, it really respects their no. So the first thing is to give people multiple ways to show interest. Don't just drop links on Facebook or links in your bio and say, hey everyone, just go to the link in my bio to sign up or click this link to sign up. Give people multiple ways to show interest in the topic that you're doing. So for example, maybe an Instagram post talks a little bit about the workshop and says, drop a comment if you've ever experienced X, Y, and Z. If you've ever experienced you know, low energy and inability to focus in the workplace and people can comment and you can engage in conversations with them. You can put up on your Instagram story polls or ways for people to click and, and show interest in your workshop without actually taking the leap and signing up. You can do all of these things on Facebook, on multiple platforms, in a million different ways. So it gives people a way to raise their hand and say, hey, I think this topic is relevant for me. And then you as the creator can keep a running list of the people. These are called leads, right? So we're keeping a list of leads, people who are a good fit. They've raised their hand. They've said, this could help me. Not sure yet. You keep a list and then you start to engage in conversation with people. So you start to engage in conversation with people. Maybe this is in comments. Maybe you ask for consent to see if you can take it into a DM. Really depending on the offer, you're engaging in a lot of conversations. If someone says no, that's it. They're a no. Cross them off your list. No more following up with them. But a lot of people will say, you know, I need to think about it. I need to talk to my family about it. I need to mull this over. I need to read through the schedule. Maybe it's a, you know, something that has a couple of days or maybe they're like, I need to see if I'm free that day. Again, people are busy. Just because they're not a yes right away doesn't mean they're not interested. So if they say they need to think about it, ask them. Would it be okay if I followed up with you in a few days to give you some time? Or ask them when they would like you to follow up. Give an option. Something along the lines of, I'd be happy to follow up with you in a few days, a few weeks. What works best for you? And then put something in your calendar to follow up with that person. Maybe they'll say, you know, I thought about it. The answer is no. It's not for me right now. But maybe they'll say, you know, I've had some time to think about it, and you know, I really do want to hop into this workshop. So this is just a typical basic example of what a follow-up looks like, but you can get fancy. As your business starts to grow, that list of leads is going to get bigger and bigger, but you don't want to miss out on the power of following up with people. I can't emphasize enough how many times I've run workshops, boot camps, all the things, and I've gotten zero signups, but a really long list of leads. And if I didn't have a process in place to follow up with those leads, I might've just not gotten anyone enrolled into these workshops. So a really fancier way that you can implement the follow-up strategy is using your email list. So for those of you who don't have an email list yet, I will say this until I am blue in the face, start collecting emails, get on an email marketing platform like ConvertKit. You can go to megsangimino.com ConvertKit for a free trial of the email marketing platform that I use and I talk about all the time and I have lots of tutorials on how to use it, but you can actually get really fancy with following up with people who show interest. So in platforms like ConvertKit or most likely any marketing email marketing platform that you're using, there's a tool where you can actually tag people on your list if they take a certain action. So if I send out an email about bootcamp, and people click on that link, 
they're actually tagged as quote unquote warmer leads for that offer. So now I have a whole list of people who have clicked on a link, which shows that they were interested in it, which shows that they wanted to see the schedule for it. They wanted to see the details for it. And that's a great way for me to follow up with those people more than I would the rest of the list. So I think you're all getting the point here. You're making a list of people who are taking some kind of action to show interest in your offer, but not following through and actually enrolling. So again, if you're new to email lists, go back to episode 25 and start one and start following up with people who take certain actions. Or if you don't have an email list yet, you can just implement this on social media. Right now, go onto your story, put up a poll and say who would be interested in X, Y, and Z. Make note of who says yes, who says no, and then make it a point to follow up with them in a DM or maybe tag them in one of your posts that has more information. Just keep in mind that people get distracted, they're busy, and you always want to take into consideration the feelings, the emotions, and the experiences of your consumers, which in this case is, of course, your students. So I hope this was helpful for all of you, and I would love to hear your feedback. Go ahead, take a screenshot, post this on your Instagram story, and tag me. I would love to get to know you and to connect. And make sure you're jumping into Trauma Informed Business Bootcamp before September 13th. I will talk to you all very soon.